This morning we are concluding our Advent sermon series, Home for the Holidays, as we look at Luke chapter 19, verses 1 through 10. Hear now the word of the Lord. He entered Jericho and was passing through it. A man was there named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was, but on account of the crowd, he could not because he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree to see him because he was going to pass that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried down and was happy to welcome him. All who saw it began to grumble and said, He has gone to be the guest of one who is a sinner. Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Look, half of my possessions, Lord, I will give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I will pay back four times as much. Then Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because he too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek out and to save the lost. This is the word of the Lord. Zacchaeus was not a popular man. He was a chief tax collector in Jericho, which was a wealthy, thriving city, and therefore one of the greatest taxation centers in Palestine. The Romans had developed a system where they would sell the right to collect taxes to the highest bidder. And then that person was responsible for submitting to the Romans however much they had assessed for that region. However much money they collected beyond what was required, well, that was the tax collector's business. So not only were they traitors who worked for the enemy, but they also overcharged, stealing from their own people in order to pad their own pockets. And so of all the people in Palestine, tax collectors were the most despised, considered equivalent to murderers. And yet, like many of you, he had worked hard and climbed to the top of his field, and that had made him extremely wealthy. And yet, because of his career choices and his reputation in society, surely Zacchaeus was also extremely lonely. I wonder, is anyone here feeling lonely this morning? Now, perhaps you're new to the area or, or new to the church and you just haven't gotten to know very many people yet. Or maybe you've been around for a while, but you've just struggled to make connections and, and, and develop friendships. Or maybe you're still grieving the loss of that person whose hand you can no longer hold. Or maybe you're wondering if you're ever going to find that person to hold your hand through life. And of all the seasons of the year, it's at Christmas time that, that our feelings of loneliness are often at their most intense. For at Christmas is when 
All the hopes and fears of all the years come crashing together in our hearts. And all of our unfulfilled dreams run like bad, repeating commercials in our minds, leaving us feeling terribly lonely. Of course, for Zacchaeus, I'm sure that every season of the year was equally lonely. After all, money doesn't make much for a dinner companion. And so it was that Zacchaeus was busy at work in his office one day, counting his profits, managing his investments, when he heard that Jesus of Nazareth was on his way into town and immediately sat up from his desk. For he had heard stories about this Jesus, how he would often stick it to those self-righteous religious authorities who always made sure that Zacchaeus knew that when it came to God, there was no hope for someone like him. But he'd also heard that Jesus liked to hang out with, with the kind of people no one else wanted to be seen with. People like prostitutes and tax collectors. And was it true that one of Jesus' own disciples was a tax man? And so a, a, a spark of hope began to flicker to life inside Zacchaeus' lonely heart. And like a starving man smelling the aromas of a great feast, Zacchaeus headed out on a mission to go and try to see Jesus. But when he finds Jesus, he's, he's surrounded by such a huge crowd that Zacchaeus can't even get close enough to catch a glimpse of the man. For not only was Zacchaeus short on friends, he was also short in stature. And he wasn't about to try to mingle in with that crowd to get a closer look. For that would surely spell a quick and sudden death to the most hated man in town. So the crowd prevented Zacchaeus from seeing Jesus. Truth is, there are many things in our lives that make it hard for us to see Jesus. I mean, some days we're just so busy running from one thing to the next, he looks like a blur to us at best. I mean, it's all we can do just to get showered, the, the kids off to school, the, the, the laundry done, the house clean, the groceries bought, the food prepared, and something accomplished at work, never mind prayer and devotions. But it's not just the, the busyness of life that makes it hard for us to see Jesus. What about the hard times? You know, when the, the job is stressful and the money is tight, when relationships are strained and, and, and accidents occur, when disease strikes and loved ones die, it can be so hard for us to see Jesus in the midst of it all. And ironically, it is during the time of year when we celebrate the birth of the Savior that it's often hardest of all for us to see Him. After all, our consumeristic, materialistic, pluralistic culture is not particularly keen on helping us keep our attention on the coming Savior. After all, Santa is much less threatening and much better for the economy. But Zacchaeus was desperate and determined to see 
Jesus. So he does something that no self-respecting Middle Eastern man would ever do. He picks up his robes and he runs. See, when Zacchaeus realizes that Jesus is just passing through town and not stopping to eat with all the town leaders, much to their dismay, Zacchaeus runs on ahead to a sycamore tree on the outside of town and he, he climbs up into that tree so that he can get a good look at Jesus over the crowd when they pass by his way. Of course, that is just where that crowd would love to catch him. With nowhere to run, and no Roman soldiers to protect him. And so as that crowd passed by the tree, surely somebody happened to look up and notice the town villain making a fool of himself, desperately trying to hide in all the branches. And so they began to hurl all the threats and accusations and curses at him that they've wanted to say for so long, but until now had only been able to mutter under their breaths as they walked angrily out of his tax office. But here, there was anonymity and safety in numbers. And who knows? Perhaps Zacchaeus might just happened to fall out of that tree and get trampled to death by the crowd. And wouldn't that be a shame? So Zacchaeus tries in vain to hide himself from the accusing crowd. The truth is, there is an accusing crowd inside each one of us from whom we wish we could hide. It's made up of the voices of all the people that we have hurt or let down in life, whether real or imagined. The parent you disappointed. The child you didn't spend enough time with. The teacher you didn't listen to. The friend you betrayed. The boss you failed. The spouse you didn't make happy enough. The conscience you violated. These voices tell you that you're not good enough, that you don't deserve to be happy, that you've made far too many mistakes in life, that you are a failure, or worse, a traitor, for you have compromised yourself to get where you are in life. And it is often in bed at night that this accusing crowd becomes most vocal and most dangerous. And you just want to climb up into a tree and hide. And yet it is right in the midst of your accusing crowd that Jesus calls out to you, urging you to come down from your hiding place and receive him. I mean, that's what Christmas is all about. The Savior who has come searching for you wherever it is that you are hiding so that he can invite himself to become a guest in your home. And Jesus is calling out your name just as he called to Zacchaeus saying, hurry and come down for I must stay at your house today. And Zacchaeus does hurry down and he joyfully welcomes the Savior into his home. And for perhaps the first time 
in his selfish, lonely life, Zacchaeus stood tall. Of course, as you can imagine, this did not go over very well with the crowd. After all, Jesus had just passed right through town and had not stopped to eat with any of the important people. But now he's turning back and going back into Jericho to be the guest at the most notorious sinner in town. And so the crowd began to grumble. Who does he think he is to insult us like this? Doesn't he know that Zacchaeus is a, is a thief and a traitor worse than a Gentile? He doesn't deserve to have Jesus in his home. Right. Of course Zacchaeus didn't deserve to have Jesus in his home. None of us do, for all of our lives have become compromised in one way or another by our money or our ambition or our lifestyle or our pride or our addictions or all of our choices. We've all gotten lost at some point along the journey, but again, that's what Christmas is all about. For Jesus was born into this world to seek out and save the lost, even those who were as lost as Zacchaeus, especially them. For you see, Christmas is not just for the happy and the healthy, the successful and the beautiful who take perfect family Christmas pictures every year that make the rest of us want to throw up. <laughs> oh, Christmas is really for those who likely will enjoy it the least. The people who are most in need of a Savior. The ones who are hurting and lonely. Disappointed and and misunderstood, lost, and out of hope. Maybe that sounds like you this Christmas. It was certainly Zacchaeus who was sure there was no hope for someone like him until the Savior called out his name and invited himself to become a guest in Zacchaeus' home. Of course, the angry people of Jericho would not forget about this. And they would make sure that the big boys up in Jerusalem heard all about it. And they would make Jesus pay for this public insult. And so we see that Jesus' journey to the cross has already begun. For by making himself the uninvited guest of the most hated man in town, Jesus absorbs all of the crowd's hostilities, turning their anger and their hatred and their accusations away from Zacchaeus and onto himself. 
In the words of Isaiah, he was wounded for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the punishment that made us whole. And by his wounds, we are healed. And in an extraordinary, unexpected act of sacrificial love, Jesus inserts his own life in place of Zacchaeus, the righteous for the unrighteous, extending grace to the one who least deserved it. And Zacchaeus will never be the same again. As was made clear by his incredible promise of generosity to the poor and restitution to those whom he had cheated. For Zacchaeus discovered that not even someone as lost as he was beyond the reach and the love and the mercy of God. And he finally realized as God had told his ancestor Abraham, that he had been blessed so that he might become a blessing. And Zacchaeus was determined to be one because he was just so grateful for the grace that he had received. And so it was that a miracle took place that day in Jericho. For a camel had passed through the eye of a needle. As salvation, whose name is Jesus, became the uninvited guest in the home of Zacchaeus, the rich man. Unfortunately, not everyone responds to Jesus' gracious offer the way that Zacchaeus did. And that is perhaps the greatest mystery and the greatest tragedy of all. For Jesus will never force his way into anyone's home. And though I know it's, it's often our questions about things like like tragedies and suffering, disappointment and loss that, that prevent us from welcoming the Savior into our lives. But though it's often hard for us to see Jesus through all the, the pain and the sadness and the holiday madness, the Savior is calling out to each one of you this Christmas, urging you to come down from whatever tree you are hiding in. A tree of doubts, a tree of fear, a tree of anger, a tree of hopelessness, a tree of shame, a tree of pride, a tree of guilt, a tree of sin, where Jesus will not settle for you simply getting a glimpse of him from afar. No, he wants to come and stay in your home. But as Zacchaeus demonstrated, there's only one way to respond to Jesus' invitation. 
And that is to come down from your hiding place at once and receive the Savior with joy. But do not delay. For today, salvation is calling your name. And none of us knows what tomorrow might bring.